Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. They figure I'll never be hot as a killer gorilla When I'm in the booth of the villain You know what the deal is Now get out your feelings So this gon' be critical Cut the umbilical Put me inside of a mind of a criminal Meaning I'm moving the silence of criminal We get king up in the pool of a million Humming a feeling bro Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, man. I'm geeked and blessed to be joined today by your man, the myth, the legend, the voice. What we have to talk about today won't have to be long, right? Um, but it has to be impactful. And that's the theme of, <laughs> of this whole entire thing that we will be talking about today. We're going to be engaging in this conversation about Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., right? That fight is coming up on the 28th, right? It's right around the corner. Everybody knows about it. I don't know how many Many people will be uh, engaged, but everybody knows about it. It's coming up really soon. Um, there's a little light card before we get the main event, but the main event is supposed to go down. I'm thinking two minute rounds, eight rounds at a time. I mean, eight rounds, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be a thing. I need to know from the voice. Let's let's talk about this. Some insights, some questions, you know, some predictions. That's kind of where we'll start. Let's start off with the insights. Um, based off of what you know about this, right? What do you what what should we expect from let's let's start off with Roy. What should we expect from Roy Jones coming into this fight? You should expect Roy to come in with actually a lot of pressure on him. He has more pressure than Tyson does. Because Roy's last fight was a couple years ago. Mm. Um, He talked about not fighting in the fight, but said, no, I need to do it because if I don't, then they're going to sue me. I want to say he said that on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, You know, he is the one who is the superior boxer. let's, Let's keep it real. And the narrative has been for Tyson when he fights a boxer and specifically a boxer who's not scared of him Mm. he crumbles every time at this point in life Roy shouldn't be afraid of him now if he is that's a whole nother story but at this point in life especially knowing his his background and I'll say this Roy should not be afraid because he was pushing for this fight after he won the heavyweight championship. Mm. He wanted to stay at heavyweight, fight Tyson, not drop back down a light heavyweight to fight Tarver. Uh, so he shouldn't be afraid if this is a fight that he's been pushing for, uh, you know, since the mid 2000s, you know, early mid 2000s. So he's got the the pressure on him to perform. I'm seeing in in um in some of his clips that he looks fast. He, he looks he doesn't look as fast as old Roy, right? Mm. But I mean, old Roy <laughs> looks a little quick. Um, should we expect that style from him? That same Roy Jones Jr. esque style that we've grown accustomed to seeing, or do you think we'll see a style switch? It's hard to teach our old dog new tricks. However, to keep from the dog being taken back behind the barn and being shot. He needs to be <laughs> a bit more defensive than he, or let me not even say more defensive. He needs to change things a little bit. He can't rely on his speed and his quickness and his head movement as he could, you know, in his heyday. 
As a matter of fact, that's when things changed for him is when those skills start deteriorating a little bit. Then he couldn't move out of the way of shots as quickly as he could before. And that's when he started getting caught and getting hurt. Um, So for his sake, he needs to have some of that worked in. I'm sure as still active as he is with training other boxers and things of that nature, um, I'm sure that he has a plan and a strategy in place. He's been working since what this fight was supposed to be in September. So, you know, months before September, he's been working on his strategy, working on his cardio, working on the things that he needs to uh, to be the best for the fight. And like I said, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He said the two minute rounds help Tyson. They're doing everything to help Tyson. So, again, he's got all the pressure or I should say he's got a lot of pressure on him coming from that perspective. What should we then expect from Tyson? Expect for him to come out and do what he does. He is a front runner. Mm-hmm. He comes out swinging hard in the uh, first couple rounds. You get him into deep water and he drowns. And it being 50 four or so how old he is now yeah deep water won't take long to get to so um you know expect him to come out hard in the first three maybe four rounds uh and then to just taper off after that hey Nikki, welcome jt was in here earlier welcome um yo so okay so tapering off is the scary part because that's what roy wants Roy believes that if he can kind of get him to have to last until seven or eight, then he might tire him out. Do you believe Tyson can last all eight if he needs to? It's a exhibition. So, yeah, it's an exhibition in eight rounds at two minutes. So it's 16 minutes with what? Eight minutes of break in between. He he should be able to, to stand in there and move a little bit. Um, for that time frame. Now, he might get frustrated if Roy is on his bike and pot-shotting him and he can't (laughs) do anything. Um, But should he be able to last? Yes. On Joe Rogan's show, Joe basically came out and said, there's no way this is going to be a real exhibition because Tyson can't do that, basically. And Roy has been training too hard to do that, too. So he believes that when the bell rings, all that stuff goes out the window. I'm talking to our fights correspondent right now, our fights expert. What do you believe? That is going to be an exhibition. Um, if, if it tries to be anything other than an exhibition, then it's truly going to be a Mike Tyson pay-per-view because it's not going to last long. Uh, the uh, commissioner has already said the moment they start fighting for real, the moment it becomes more than hard sparring, he's stopping the fight. And uh, they've had to go through so many different protocols just to get to this point. Number one, again, outside of three, maybe four rounds, Tyson can't do anything. And Roy knows this. So he should be extremely mobile the entire time, making it a a sparring match. This is the reason why I'm not spending my money on it. Mm. I'll 
I'll catch the highlights on Twitter. They'll, they'll be there as soon as it's over, and that's all I need to see. If there are any highlights, it could be a very, very uh, sad and depressing night as well. <laughs> Yo, um, I'm hearing any bad cuts in the fight. Yeah. Right? Um, dude, okay, if you're not going to buy it, right? They're hoping people buy this. No, oh, people are going to buy it. Why am I buying this? Because of the myth of Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. But all of you who are buying it, all of you all who have bought into the mythos that is Mike Tyson, and he definitely is a, a, a mythical icon kind of figure. You know, he, he's the first boxer that I know of to have a video game uh, that carried his name and his likeness. He was a destroyer, you know, and then set records, the youngest heavyweight, you know, in history. And you see all of the, the highlights. You see him hitting pads with Rafael Cordero. You know, you, you see all of these things happening. It's like, oh, man, ooh, look at Tyson, 50-something years old. Oh, man, he, he looks so good. And he does look really, really good for a 54-year-old hitting pads for... 30 seconds or so at a time whatever the clips are that they give us um but it's just that it's just that um yeah he he's a mythical person and his myth has made us forget reality reality is when he fought last he was terrible absolutely deplorable a shell of himself and that was 15 years ago is it going to get better in 15 years when you have ballooned in weight? Now you're back down in weight. You own, or I shouldn't say own, but you are a part of a company that bears your name um, that deals in uh, marijuana. And the tales of being at the Tyson Ranch and smoking with Mike are legendary. <laughs> so you got a 54 year old pothead. Wow. <laughs> uh, got, got to keep it, keep it real. Now, granted, many fighters are potheads. Let, uh, let's keep it real. John, that's part of the reason John Jones got in all the trouble he got into, although he was doing some other stuff and not like Tyson hadn't done some other stuff too. So, you know, we, we have to keep our expectations realistic. You know, how, how many 54-year-old anythings uh, do you see getting out and competing in a uh, athletic competition and you're like, wow. I mean, outside of maybe a marathon or Foreman. Iron Man. Do you remember George Foreman? Yeah, George Foreman was 44. I know. Add 10 to that.
party don't start until I walk in Who am I kidding? I probably laid down a mug Fashionably, of course Not the first time, ain't gonna be the last But your man, he ain't feeling no remorse What up, my people? Your man kills back in the building Been on hiatus, but I'm back now, did you miss me? The world been crazy, had us all a little lazy Now we back up in our groove, and I thank the Lord we made it Ladies, get your girls and turn the sham up I wanna see you go to work, cause you ready to go I get validation from the conversation with my father I just flow to top the wave like an otter Write a verse in my garage and it get played in Jakarta I was listening to Illmatic on vinyl and I thought Where did rhymes go? People want the vibes but I gotta give them life though. Rappers don't revise, cut the fat like some lipo Shout to Post Malone, kill the beat like a psycho Any tribe mitochondria, I'm in a cell Intel like Melania, I'm doing well Put my pennies in a safe, not a wishing well I can never mess with snake like I'm Splinter Cell 
Hey Carbello told him send a pack at once right uh, One take Billy, I don't have to do a punch Look, I just ate the beat, I don't have to take a lunch You the cappin' or the cappin', only cappin' like it's crunch Treat me like the rock, when you see me I'm electrifying. Yeah, only talk I do is edifying. They say preach, they say church, when I'm testifying. Hear you running at the mouth, that's a lot of mileage Grew up in the woods, 30 miles from the nearest college Saw a pair of rebel flags, I'm not being parabolic Parent teacher conference, they weren't okay with my swag Wear the Malcolm X t-shirt with the AK on the back I came up on Taylor Gang and Taylor Swift My hometown can show you what a racist is They pull up to Randy Travis, greatest hits Sold a thousand records, think I made it big I was in the flowers with the Katie Diz Homie took a knife up out his pocket, told me make a weed Mama took me to the sunny service, I was nervous All the people shook my hand just to say that he I told my mama if I go and beat the beat up Then one day I'ma blow and her and dad could put their feet up Now she in the crowd, screaming louder than the speakers Daddy cracked a smile, black and proud like Lupita Walking with the Lord, I got the Holy Spirit handy When I looked down, I saw Spongebob and Sandy Move my dreads out, now I'm stunned like my daddy I was listening to Biggie yeah. on my way back to Cali like a rock, when you see me, I'm electrifying yes. Only talk I do is edifying They say preach, they say church, when I'm testifying Hear you running at the mouth, that's a lot of mileage Grew up in the woods, 30 miles from the nearest college Saw a pair of rebel flags, I'm not being parabolic Parent teacher conference, they weren't okay with my swag Wear the Malcolm X t-shirt with the AK on the back <laughs> I know, I know, but this is Tyson, and mm-hmm. this, this is different Tyson, mm-hmm. right? This is Tyson, possibly with a few supplements, mm-hmm. right? Um, with a different. They're vada testing now, I don't, uh, which is good, and I'm glad to hear that. So, um, you know, he, he so he can't come in juice to the gills. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just just saying that. But go ahead, I'm sorry. So I need to understand something. Whenever I do see them training, it's not like what I used to see, right? What you used to see um, is these guys like with an entourage, with a training staff, right? Uh, people around the ring, and uh, this whole entourage kind of you know watching them and you know paying attention to them. Now, when you see Roy, it's him and one guy training. When you see Tyson, it's him and one guy training, right? Um. What what type of shape do you believe these guys will be in going into this? I think Roy will be in great shape. I don't know about Tyson. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I already mentioned all the things, and he uh, was online somewhere recently with his shirt off. It's like, look, yeah. I lost lost a hundred pounds. Like, that's great. That is great. I'm glad that you got four abs. I wish I had them because uh, I all I got is one, like most of us. Um, and you, yeah. And he and showed that, the guns. Tyson Tyson took out the shirt, ripped off the arms, took out the guns. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's absolutely fantastic. Being built and being in shape and being in fight shape. Mm. Two different things. Let's not forget um what happened with Anthony Joshua. Yeah, he, he was built, he was ripped, looked like Adonis, but he wasn't in the shape that he needed to be in to fight most effectively then what did he do he lost pounds he lost muscle so that he could move around a bit faster wasn't carrying as much weight so he had endurance and he was able to do the thing him being yoked up doesn't mean anything that means you can throw about three or four punches and then you're gonna be really tired (laughs) if Roy Jones wins this fight 
There's no winner. Wait. There's no winner. Wait. There is going to be a winner. Hands down. There's no winner. In the eyes no of the public. Okay. In the eyes of the public, there's going to be a winner, regardless of what they say and how they shape it. Right? Like, it's almost like a rap battle. It's going. There's going to be a winner. Okay. Right? So, if Roy publicly, in, in the side of public opinion, wins this fight, what did he do to impress us? Let's just let's say that. Like, let's say he wins the fight, right? Then what would he have done to impress us? He embodies everything that he did throughout his career uh, when he was at his peak. You know, he, he reminds us of the old Roy uh, by sticking and moving and, and making people miss and just throwing uh, um, seven, eight punch combinations looking like a jazz musician with his hands. That's what he does. Okay. If Tyson, in the eyes of the public, wins this fight, what would he have done? Knock him out. Wow. Roy goes down, fights over, Tyson wins. Is that the only way for Tyson to be, to to win? In the eyes of the public? Name a fight. Well, I take that back. Count. Give, give me this many fights that Tyson has won and gotten to the cards. You can't. Right. That's not how he went. Exactly. Whenever he goes to the cards, for the most part, with the exception of maybe one fight that I can think of, he loses. But here's the thing. At this stage, don't the rules change for us? Don't our rules change for Tyson? They, the rules may change, but reality doesn't. And if Tyson goes the distance, it's a loss. It's a loss because he doesn't possess the skills needed to box for the entire time and do so effectively and win without knocking someone out. That's just not in his his uh, in his arsenal. It's not in his repertoire. Wow, wow, wow. All right. So I guess it comes down to it, man. Right here. We need to say what it is. Um, Let's predict this thing. In the eyes of the public opinion, since they won't declare a winner, right? If you have to declare a winner right now, if you have to look at the two fighters based on the situation, declare your winner. Oh, hands down, Roy Jones Jr. So it's going to be a lot of people upset on Saturday, you know, because as I stated, anytime Mike fights a boxer who's not afraid of him, he loses. The last two times he fought, he fought bums and lost bad. Uh, last guy, I forget his name, like 6'8", uh, gingerhead, um, Caucasian gentleman. Yeah. He tried to break his arm because he got frustrated. It's yeah. like, what, what are you doing? So, yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, in, the <laughs> in the words of Roy Jones Jr., y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot what and who Tyson is. Y'all must have forgot how badly he's lost to boxers. And you're talking about one of the best boxers of all time? Even at 50. Okay, 50-something. 
he, I believe, won his last boxing match, which was two years ago. It's been 15 some odd years since Tyson has attempted to fight in a semi-competitive fashion. Yeah. If Tyson wins, it's a miracle. Wow. The way you set it up, this is what I see so far. The way it's set up is... And, and this, I've listened to actually, and I don't know how many people you know get a chance to catch the main card, but I've listened to you on the main card, and I listened to you talk at least in the updates. I listened to you talk, in the updates talk about how Roy Jones was. I'm not gonna say whining because that that kind of sticks a different way, right? But but he's complaining about everything is this is all you know done well for Tyson. Everything the two minute rounds for Tyson, right? Um, the rules are set up for Tyson. Everything's set up for his advantage. But the way you describe this battle, the way they kind of set this up, and the way public opinion works, it's not set up for Tyson to win. Because he can't possibly knock him out without being, I guess, disqualified or the, the fight stopping early. So unless he breaks the rules, he can't beat him. And that's what they say is going to happen. Yeah. That there's no way that they're going to be able to abide by the rules. It's promoter speak. Now, anything's possible. I got it. Anything's possible, but when we get down to brass tanks, again, all and Roy knows all I have to do is stick and move specifically for the first couple rounds. He's going to be tired, won't be able to do anything, and then I can continue to do that at a lower rate and come out looking like roses. Okay. Let's say Tyson breaks the rules and knocks him out. Mm-hmm. How does the world respond? Oh, they go absolutely bananas. The world <laughs> is just, I mean, it, it's 1989 all over again. I mean, it, it is crazy. You, you're going to have uh, all kinds of craziness going on. And then with the people that they have on card as well, you know, some of the, the rappers and things, you got that uh, that aspect. Oh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> It's going to be a a very happy Thanksgiving weekend (laughs) if he does what he says that he's going to do. Now, let's say the opposite happens and Roy breaks the rule and knocks Tyson clean out. What's going to happen? (laughs) Oh, man. If that happens... You'll never hear the end of it from Roy Jones Jr. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Because here are the two most dominant fighters uh, in their time, arguably, mm-hmm. fighting against one another. You know, he'll say, I, I was going to do this back in 2005, but you ran and you dumped me because you knew what was going to happen. Y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. Uh, Pensacola in the house. <laughs> you, you will never, ever hear the end of it. It might be a, a situation like um, Ali and uh, Frazier, where Frazier had on his voicemail, I'm the man that made uh, Ali stutter. I was like, wow, that is really, that. that's really low. That's real low. Even his family was like, man, take that off. And I agree, you know, that's, that, that's, bad, that's bad. That's yeah, really bad. Uh, but Jesus. yeah, yeah. Uh, I told y'all I was the best, and I'm the one to beat Mike Tyson. Leave your message at the uh, at the beat. Mm. 
That's what you think we're gonna get. Oh man, you will never hear the end of it. Jesus. Never. Jesus. All right, yo. Tell me. Uh, <laughs> Matter of fact, he, he probably uh, will then join the rappers uh, and uh, <laughs> rapping with them after. See, just, just like the old days, I fight and then I uh, then I, I get on the mic. So we're gonna get a little Tyson Fury, but the hip hop version. Well, that we're getting what Tyson Fury was before. Tyson took his from Roy. You know, wow. again, y'all, y'all must have forgot. Roy we used to do concerts after his fights. He would Boy. play basketball, then come and fight Boy. the fight. We yes. forgot. Let me tell you how we forgot. Because uh, it wasn't anything to remember. No, because of Tarver. That's why we forgot. Uh, well. <laughs> we completely forgot. Okay. After after he got knocked out the second time, yeah, I completely forgot. I'm not going to lie. Well, the, the second time was Glenn Johnson, but uh, we're not going to talk no, about No, I'm saying the second time when they fought, right? I think he lost. Oh, the second fight. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second yeah. time they fought, yeah. he got knocked out. Yeah. Yes. yes. When I saw that, I completely forgot. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, fa- fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Tarver, and I was going to say something else, but um, uh, we're in mixed company, and I I don't want to say that. But Tarver. Run that uh, way in the field. No, 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 no. Okay. No, I'll I'll, I'll wait until uh, we're offline and and I'll say it. Okay. Um, Not because I don't want to disparage the man, but um, yeah, that that made Tarver's career. It did. It it made his career. Put him in that Rocky movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yo, man, thank you so much for for you know breaking down the stuff for us, man. I'm 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 be honest with you. If if I have the money, right, um, to drop, which um, I do and won't. But if I if I didn't could, you know what I mean? <laughs> then it would be because of the mystique. It would be because of Tyson's mistake. It would be because of my um, love for Roy Jones Jr., right? It would be because back when they both were super relevant, I would have lost my mind to see them go at it. You feel what I'm saying? Like back when they were young and back when it was like the thing to do, I would have gave everything and anything to be somebody in the room to watch this, right? That's why I would, you know, go ahead and, and you know, and, and buy this fight because I would have to relive those days. Um, but like you said, it would be a sad event if we're going to watch two guys get in a ring and basically hug, back up, tap and hug. I would I'm, I'm, I would hate that to all ends. I wouldn't even want to watch the highlights of whatever that is. Does that make sense? Yeah, there wouldn't be any highlights, yeah. but for those who are spending their money, be prepared. Yeah, I'm, if, I'm just if, telling you, be if, be prepared. If they don't, if they don't break protocol, at least for a second, to make me feel like they, you know, were renegades and going after each other, and this was a real thing, right? Let me ask you this: the last thing, I don't see the promo like I feel I need to see promos. For this fight Where's the venom Have you seen it No I've missed it And where's Tyson's Tyson's venom Where's the face to face meetup Uh well We'll probably get The face to face On Friday after weigh ins Or uh, maybe even Yeah cause I doubt very seriously They'll be doing anything on Thanksgiving day yeah. Uh, so you'll see it Friday after uh, weigh-ins. But he- here's the thing: you want to know where the venom is with Tyson? It's gone. He smoked it away. 
it's, it's, it's up in a puff of smoke. That's what the venom is. Man, I don't know. When you watch him on his podcast, he still looks like he goes in and out of like evil and very nice, right? So I don't know if it's gone completely. If you watch him throw punches, it don't look like it's gone completely. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't hear it, right? Like, I, I, where, where's that thing? Like, even from Roy, if Tyson's not doing it, Roy, this is your time. Bro, like, where, where's you on the microphone basically saying, I'm going to murder this dude? Right? Like, where is that? I've not heard any bit of it at all, which I think they believe that they don't have to do any of that to sell his fight. I, and honestly, they don't. They're selling it on the nostalgia aspect of things. We're talking about this right now. This irrelevant fight. This irrelevant event. <laughs> it's not even a fight. This irrelevant, uh, somewhat athletic exhibition because of the nostalgia factor. That's big facts. That's big facts. Because if it wasn't Tyson versus Roy Jones and it was just Bob at 54 versus another guy at 50 something, we would not care. <laughs> Yo, thank you, man. I appreciate you. Yo, um, listen, y'all go ahead and check out the voice, man. Check out whatever he drops. And I'm gonna tell you when to check him out the most. When when the voice is at his absolute best, um, is every Sunday on our network. The timeout. Check out the timeout, man. Um, you want to hear the timeout? He's always dropping wisdom, dropping bombs, man. And I love what he drops every single Sunday on our podcast network. So go ahead and subscribe, and you'll get that from him. And then, if you want him talk sports, and you want him talk that talk, that that talk to me nice talk, right? Then you got to catch him. Oh, on not the so cut. nice. Did, did, yeah, that, the that, yeah. <laughs> then you got to catch him. Um, you know, catch him on the main card uh, whenever he drops. Or from now on, you can catch him whenever we go live on YouTube. Normally we go live on YouTube on Monday night from 9.30. Um, check us then, right? And and it's called The Huddle Up and you don't want to miss it, man. That's when you hear the voice and and he's around uh, all the rest of our, our crew and he's very not nice during those times. But, <laughs> <laughs> but thank y'all so much for joining us. Let's get some shout-outs tonight, man. I want to give a shout-out to Monika. Love you, Nikki. Thank you for joining us. Justice, thank you for joining us. Yo, we appreciate you. Ronnie, we appreciate you. Uh, Michael, thank you for joining us myron thank you for joining us pedro we appreciate you edison thank you so much and bj thank you so much um, for checking in yo jt we love you brother we appreciate you for watching as well tonight all right y'all god bless um look it's your money it's your money either be nostalgic <laughs> or be wise and um wait for the highlights all right god bless yeah. straight off the block DJ Vision Vision in the Minimax. Hey, 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 you know we had it, y'all, with a remix, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Put me in, fighter against sin. All I do is win. Call me DJ Khaled. Pull me out the darkest alley. I stay low like O's in Cali. Coach my heat like Patrick Riley. Try to balance like a ballet. Now I'm sitting on the chalet. Crisis when I'm all in. Turn my back away to all in. Sinful life in parties. Never be living a life for the life of the king. Because the his life for the right to redeem me. Drive the road with the honest team. I'm glad he put me in.
tell me to play, and I'll start executing. Say it's time to get it, yeah. 
talking about my goddess every day I'm with it, yeah This is not no gangster, you can't play me in it, yeah Spit that truth in life, yeah, they gon' say we did it Yo, this ain't that mumble rapping average, not the same flow Lit just like I'm Moses off the mountain, got the same glow Heard them talking love, but no, that love is not legit Covenants with Noah's only time I'm talking about a rainbow New men, change clothes, how say be the gang, no Luke ain't how we do things, hit the track and watch his flame throw Now I am not the type to brag about the things I've done See, I am nothing, man, he give me all the strength Now watch him change, bro yeah. New skin, let me change that Gotta do rags for the ways back Got the word on me, so I stay strapped I can rest in them, so I take naps, uh All this sleep that I've been getting's got me energized D-Willie set my levels, then your dinner time K-Dot said be humble, humble. my guy said don't stumble. stumble My brother's right beside me, so they got me if I fumble What's the trouble? I ain't trouble Said it two times, that's a double First I hit him with that ooh-ah, then I follow with that uh-oh, uh-oh, man Looking at my watch, it say it's time to get it, yeah Talking about my goddess every day, I'm with it, yeah this is not no gangster, you can't play me in it, yeah Spit that truth in life, yeah, they gon' say we did it, yeah, yeah Looking at my watch and say it's time to get it, yeah, yeah Talking about my goddess every day, I'm with it, yeah, yeah It's some pit talk coming from the tilt top When we shine, they gon' hit me like I'm Chris Rock Small world coming from a pit block Speed racing, can't afford to make a pit stop So I stay in my zone Back with the bounce It's Young T from the cold Ice in my veins I go Sylvester Stallone You know how I'm coming All black with rose gold I got all this flavor on me Dripping like the culinary Mix it up and taste sweet as cherry Or blueberry God bless I was headed for the cemetery For the penitentiary Yeah, penitentiary uh, Kicked out all my demons Now I'm making history God bless that boy eating now Rotisserie Hit the horse, can't afford to stop, no crash course It's some big talk coming from the tilt top When we shine, they gon' hit me like I'm Chris Rock Small world coming from a big boss Me racing, can't afford to make a pit stop Time never went back. Go pull up in my house and my daughter yelling, Daddy. Yo. Wife looking good, boy, you know she got that virtue. She got that Troops in the streets is that palette, got that banger. banger. God bless that boy that be that rapper. Yeah, that singer. Listen up. Listen up. Whip, whip, whip. whip. Catch a grip. It feel like payday. Hey. Loosen up.
low. No, you hating on the team, that's a no. No, oh, yeah. powered up with the book, then I go. Go, yeah, yeah. water got me leaning like a troll. Low, please stop with the talking about my past. Unless you wanna talk about my dad. I was hurt, hurt, living out of bag. Now I'm back, back, getting to the bag. Had a minor setback for a major combat. I was playing touch, they were playing contact. I was cool with the outcome, tell them run that. Had to get the lane from round me, then I done that. Turn my eyes to the Lord, told God I'm still here. The homie hit my line, told me God's still near. This is for the squad, don't do it out of fear. OD, blackout, head up, drop a tear, drop a tear. Fight, now, take off, take off. Days, days, no more days out, no more days out. Work, work, it go pay out, it go pay out. Work, no more days out, no more days out. Fight, now, take off, take off. Two letters in my last name. Oh, we own. I'm back, but I gotta grab our bags from the bad claim. Oh, come on. How many times I gotta tell the devil we own? We own. This a free town like Sierra Leone. I don't whisper when I talk about a hater, we grown. Now you got a deal when I told you leave me alone. I pull up, share the word, catch your body, we gone. Recognize no compromise on the shirt, we know. Toast down like two feet. Your boy is the same, no true breeze. But I'ma still pass to the true king. From the Midwest, like two three. But when I hit the West, I'm too deep. Double doubles, I need two, please. I'ma tear it up like loose leaf. I'm in my bag. Devil is mad. God is my dad. I'm about to brag. He lived the perfect life I wasn't living, homie. Got a 33 like Scotty Pippen, homie. If you sour about it, throw a lemon on me. But the living water still be dripping on me like nobody really. Ain't nobody thriller. Murder my lord like a killer. But he rose from the grave like thriller. He is too alive. You can see it when I rip. I am not from here. You can see it in my step. Mix that blow, got you with cold rapping. And I'm show snapping when I'm road mapping. He's the soul captain. No code captain. Ain't no lacking. And no captain. When we know crashing, only mode passing. Either soul snatching or toe tagging. When I raise the mic like I'm Joe Jackson. Drip like new sauce. Still ain't cool out. Still ain't cool out. Hop out the spaceship. Hop out the space. Check out my new walk. Check out my new walk. I paid my dues. Paid my dues. I broke all the rules. Broke all the rules. Got on my side. Yeah. Yeah. No cap can't lose. Yeah. 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 No cap. No cap. No cap. No cap. Yeah. Uh. Run it up. That's my thing. Yeah. Coming up with my team. Yeah. Double up with my dream. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't need your esteem. What do you jokes mean? Jokes me? They don't want smoke with King. You're redeemed. That's my only creed. I go Michael B. Major keys. I be lifting him. I'm not talking seams. Talking cream. If money don't grow on trees, how the cross purchase me? Talking about the king of yeah, the kings. I believe that we bring with a D. Wanna set you free? Oh, oh, wow. Take to the straight from the Sum J Dilla. That's raw with the hate they give us. Ain't nobody peace been still a Straight from the Sum J Dilla. Club with the Soul J Dilla. Speaking the truth, spray in them. Woo. I was running with the 
Public and they love it, but I'm chasing sugar free bread. Man, a lot of people living that sweet life to just faking. Ain't nothing more cold in my mind than me to being so real and authentic. No, I'm riding around with my windows down and got nothing to hide. It ain't tinted, and I ain't got a whole lot of time, so I guess it's all about how we spend. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, man. Y'all already know what it is, and y'all know how I'm feeling today, man. We got Damian Parsons. I'm back in the building, man, and y'all know we're about to get a lesson in this NFL draft, man. We're about to go into it. Man, I don't I don't even know how to preference it anymore. I don't even know what to say <laughs> before we get in the initial words anymore, man. All I'm going to say is welcome, brother. Welcome, hey, man. man. Welcome. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good, man. You know what I mean? God bless. I, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Always fun talking to you, Rick. And I you know, always appreciate you uh, welcoming me on the show, man. So, Hey, I'm ready to talk to me and throw a draft with you, brother. Yo, you dropped the um, yo, you dropped the mock, man. You yeah, the yeah, mock. it's mock season already. It's, man. Hey, man, listen, it's it's week. It's going into week ten. I was like, it's it's past the midway point. Let's go ahead and let's get this thing going. Um, I, I'm what my plan is is to um, drop another one in about four weeks. So about week fourteen, have another one. My mock 2.0 that gives me time to watch some more film, adjust some rankings, um, and of course let the draft order kind of play out a little more. Uh, right now, you know, got a lot of teams that are one win, two wins, and of course the Jets are the only one with zero wins. So uh, there's a lot of football to be played on both both ends of the spectrum. So I'm excited. Man, the Jets almost came off that um, zero win situation, man. And um, they made sure that they didn't too. <laughs> you you felt it right? All right, mm-hmm. look. You dropped this. Um, you dropped your mic draft on CrockerReport.com, yo. Um, you started off at the very top with the Jets as the first pick, right? Um, and mm-hmm. and I just have the first question, man. Is there any way on earth possible, any possible way, Trevor Lawrence doesn't go number one overall? So, I, I'll, I'll tell you this: the only way I can see Trevor Lawrence not going number one, the Miami Dolphins have the Houston Texans pick. And the Texans are right now are a bad team, a terrible organization. There's so much going wrong in this in, with that franchise. They only have two wins. And if they continue to lose out and somehow the Jets 
win a game or two, and they drop. You know, the Jets move, and and the Houston Texans drop and get the number one pick. That pick goes. That's Miami's pick. Miami right now are five and three. They're in playoff contention in the AFC. Say they continue to win and they make it to the playoffs. Tua keeps playing well, and they have the number one overall pick in the draft from the Texans. There's no way Trevor Lawrence is being selected because they they Brian Flores knows I have my guy. We were successful. We made it to the playoffs. We did things that nobody saw coming in 2020. That's really the only way. Is if a team that's already set at quarterback gets that pick, because if the Dolphins got it, they still and like they stick with Tua, they can use that pick for it with the team. Maybe uh, the Jets they they try to take some picks away from the Jets and because the Jets, everyone knows the Jets do not want to keep Sam Darnold. Even though to me, I think it's unfair when you look at the fact that the Jets have not surrounded Sam Darnold with talent whatsoever. Denzel Mims played what one two games this season he was hurt majority of the season Rashad Perriman your big time free agent was has been hurt all year you let Robbie Anderson go to Carolina and he's over there as one of the top 10 receivers in receiving yards so yeah they got to get Gates out of there so to answer your question I don't see any way besides that scenario that Trevor Lawrence doesn't go number one um I mean of course if he met uh, Justin Fields again for year two and they meet in the playoffs or maybe the national championship game and Trevor struggles and Justin and Justin Fields balls out, that discussion could be had. But right now, the, 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 the hype and everything, the mystique of Trevor Lawrence is just too great not to go number one. Yo, um, any truth to the, to the rumor or the thought that he may not come out if the Jets hold that first pick? No, no, it, it's a lot of hot smoke. Uh, I appreciate him, you know, giving people something to talk about, something to write about, uh, get some clickbait going. But let's be honest here: you are not going back to college, bro. You are not. Like the money is too great in the NFL, and, and dare I say, you don't, you don't go this year. The Jets still find a way to get this, the pick next year. You can't go keep going back to school, bro. So go ahead, come out. Yo, any 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 possibility he pulls the Eli? Yo, I don't think we appreciated how crazy it was for Eli to do what he did at the time, right? Because apparently everybody yeah. we thought may pull an Eli, right? But nobody's done it since Eli. Is there any way he pulls the Eli? Be like, yo, don't pick me. Just straight up, don't do it. I I, I could see it because I think he has that type, like I said, that type of mystique, that type of hype that the media loves. He's a media darling. Everyone loves him. I could see. Like and I can see it going over okay, and every, nobody's questioning his love for the game. Nobody's questioning nothing. Like, oh, it's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, sure he can pull him. It's the Jets. Who wouldn't want to not play for the Jets, right? So I could see it. <clears throat> um, I would love. I love drama. Um, <laughs> so for me, you know what I'm saying. I, I I love drama, man. So Criminal Minds were my favorite shows of all time. So legit, if if he comes out and say, listen, do not draft me. I will not show up. Whatever the case may be, I am going to have so much fun with that because that's going to be amazing for me. But outside of that, nah, man, he's listen. He ain't pulling. He's not pulling the Eli Manning. He's going to be a Jet. He's going to be in that black and yellow. Um, I mean, the black and green, and he's going to, to do his thing. I guess we'll see. Man, look, I'm I'm hearing Sue is the best O lineman since Orlando Pace. Is he true to that at all? Why Why is he like a, a lock in the prospect? Like, why is he a, a lock in the scout's eyes? 
I, I, I can't say he's the best as Orlando Pete. I mean, it, he's up there. From a trait standpoint, <clears throat> I mean, and the crazy thing about it, he's still a little raw in his technique. Like, watching him, he's fluid. He's smooth. But he, he looks like, you look at his, you look at him, look at his face. He looks like one of the nicest guys you'll meet. Between the lines, he becomes a warrior. And in the run game, he moves people. He mauls people. And, and he's athletic. He's quick. He's nimble. I love it. I love when I see him when he detaches from the online, he gets out in space on screenplays and, and sweeps and toss and craps. And he gets out there, he hunts down people. And he moves so fast for a guy his size, for a 300 pounder. He moves so well. So when you look at it, and like I said, one thing about him, when he gets his hands on you, he controls you. And that's what you want to see from a tackle prospect is, does he know how to punch, when to punch? And when he does you know, land his punches, I, I, I always uh, compare it to boxing. You know, it's, it's a defensive game until it has to be an offensive game. So in passing situations, tackles and offensive linemen, they're dropping back. They're on the defense. They're, they're defending their quarterback. And But they, that defense stops the moment they throw that punch to throw off that, that, that pass rusher. So for me, that's, that's just the biggest thing with him. He, he's nasty. Like, he finishes plays. In the run game, he's amazing. He's great in pass coverage, uh, in pass protection. And like I said, he's still a little raw in his technique. So he's only going to get better. Um, and, and I think, honestly, I think in the NFL weight program, he's going to get stronger too. So that makes it even because if he gets strong, he adds on a little bit of muscle, gets stronger uh, when it comes to functionally, and still be able to drop back and get out of his sets quick, that's, that's trouble for a defender. Yo, do you think if the Cowboys sneak up to number one, they, uh, they make the move? I would. I, 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 oh, I definitely would. I mean, Ty, Tyron Smith is, is one of the greatest, one of the best left tackle prospects I remember seeing coming out, and he's played up to that when he was healthy in the NFL. He's been battling injuries these past couple of years. I think, you know, he still can play at a high level, but you need that depth. Uh, Leo Collins is a solid right tackle. He's not great or elite. I would prefer, honestly, I would, I would, you know, it depends on how they view Leo. If he's, if he can convert back to convert into the guard spot, he's strong, he's physical. I'll kick him in that guard. Let's get that power run game going. The, the, the combo blocks, the man down blocks. And then I'll put, you know, I'll put Sewell at either left or right tackle. Uh, just depends if Tyron Smith doesn't want to switch sides. And I'm, I'm trying to build because at the end of the day, Jerry Jones paid Dakota Prescott, you understand me? Pay that man. You see how your team, what your team looks like without him. Pay him. So you pay that Prescott. Now, you know, you draft yourself a potential cornerstone at left tackle again to replace the cornerstone you've had for the last decade. You may kick that cornerstone to the right side, and now you have an offensive line that's, that's right there where you need it to be to protect that, to open games, for open holes in the run game for Zeke and Tony Pollard. I would definitely pull the trigger. I mean, because that offensive line right now is in shambles, and we see how it looks uh, when the quarterback doesn't have enough time to, to survey the field and make plays. Man, it's funny because at one point, that was a legendary offensive line. And oh, yeah. You looked at it in awe, and it was eat Zeke, and it was cons- consistent and continuous. And Dak was rising, and this Dallas Cowboys team looked like they was right on the brink of being legendary. And then, you know, it just kind of all went away, man. Um, yeah. 
look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking over the mock. I'm hearing a lot about Patrick Sertan, man. Um, how does he compare to some of the elite cornerback prospects we've seen in the last few years, like a Jeff Okuda, a Lattimore, um, White over with Buffalo? How does he compare in that, in, in those, that group of guys? Um, no, he, he has the height, the weight, and the speed. Um, he, he has fluid hips, can turn and run well, when, when challenged vertically. And one thing I like about him is that the, at, at the line of scrimmage, it's kind of a cat and mouse game with receiving press coverage, receiving in corners. He does a good job not overplaying himself, um, kind of just keeping his, you know, keeping himself on his toes, you know, keeping his feet moving, waiting for the receiver to make a move before landing his, his punch in the press uh, to reroute them and throw off timing. And he, he's fluid. He's smooth. And look at that, you know, Okuda. To me, Okuda was such a complete player. Like, he was, to, to me, Okuda was better. And shout out to Eric Crock and kind of opened my eyes. Okuda was a better zone corner than man. He, and with his elite, with his legit speed, his recovery speed, you saw that. You know, he played off and he could click and close and drive it with a snap of a finger. And White, you know, White is a combo corner as well, can play man, but with his instincts, his ball instincts, his ball skills, he to me as well is better as a zone guy rather than playing simply man-to-man like Stephon Gilmore and Jalen Ramsey all game for 60, 70 snaps. And same thing with Lattimore. Lattimore to me is a better, is more of a man corner. And I kind of see, the sim- to me, is the similarities between Sertan and Lattimore with the height, um, you know, the way that they use their frame, their long arms, they know how to control or receive. They know how to squeeze them down, tighten them up to the sideline, and, and, and erase them and take them away. Um, and, and that's why I like for, I'm, of course, I want to see when, what I'm look, waiting on is, and I'm, I think they postponed the LSU game. I wanted to see Sertan versus uh, Terrace Marshall Jr. I wanted to see that matchup a lot because Terrace Marshall, which if you check out the mock, I do have him in the first round. I saw um, it. You know, I saw it. And, and I, I was paired him about with, it. I paired him with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know what I mean? So Terrace is incre- like he's incredible to me. I'm big fan of his. I started. I was actually studying him this offseason. I'm like, man, and then watching how they use him, him at the Y, at the X, at the Z, especially in the slot, big slot, good feet, quick, strong, physical frame, um, really aggressive. He plays with the that ball is mine mentality in contested catch situations, and I love that. I don't I don't like when guys wait for the ball to come to them. No, go get that's what they you're taught in practice. Attack at the highest point, and he has no problem with that. And he just got a dog mentality, he can block. He he's to me he's going to be a steal. Did you have a problem with his drop passes last season? Like he, he's yeah. consistent with that, and 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 that was a little bit of the thing that that you know took me a little bit away from him. Like I was I yeah. was all in when he first came in, came in as a very high um, highly recruited um, guy, and I was like, yo, this dude's going to be crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Watching yeah. him consistently drop the ball, you know, when when he was when he had time to shine, gave me pause. Does it give you pause? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Anytime I see um, a receiver drop passes or a running back fumble, like Jonathan Taylor fumbled so much in college, like, and, you know, we're seeing it kind of rears so ugly hit a little bit in the NFL. Uh, I think he has, like, just one fumble in the season, but ball security is key. And, um, and catching passes, that's your job. That's what you get paid to do. So seeing him struggle with that a little bit last year, same thing with Tamori and Terry in F- with Florida State. He struggled with drops last year. He has a couple drops this year. Got to clean it up, right? And to me, so far this year, it looks like Terrace Marshall has cleaned that up. 
um, and he's more confident in himself and his hands. Um, you know, I gotta always say, man. You know, I, I watch uh, watch a lot of TV, a lot of um, you know drama show, field shows, things like you know Criminal Minds and uh, NCIS LA. And you know, LL Cool J said, and I even said this on my pod oh, a couple weeks ago, told one of his one of his colleagues, trust your training. You know what I mean? And that's what I would tell to any player, any prospect. You train hard. You work hard. Trust everything you've done to this point when you go on the field on, on Saturdays and Sundays. Trust it. Trust that you've made all the preparations necessary to be the best player on the field that, 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 that night and that day. So long he's trusting himself, and, he, and it, it's showing up. Yeah, uh, put my whole team on a new way. Going crazy. Never stray, gotta feel me when I say Don't believe in love cause you guys Been through way too much to stress No, I don't believe in love cause you guys Been through way too much to stress Don't believe in love cause you guys
What's good? It's your boy Stephen Malcolm, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Let's get it. Sports fans, it's your man, The Voice, MTMV Sports Correspondent with this week's timeout. This is where we take a step back and assess the game of life, looking to God for strategies to bring us true success. This is the last episode in our series, The Character of a Team. We discuss how the first century church devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. For us, that would be studying the word. To fellowship, we call it corporate worship or church service. To breaking of bread, which is doing life with each other, intimately knowing and being known, walking through things together. The last thing they focused on was prayer, not just petitioning God, but doing so from a position of even greater power by doing it together. What does that look like when it all comes together? It looks like success. Success can be different for everyone. For a seasoned runner, a 5K is nothing. For someone who hasn't exercised in years, walking a mile is an accomplishment. With God, success on earth may not look like much. That's because success is not fully expressed in time, but in eternity. Remember the Last Dance documentary? Rick Sincere talked about it in his timeout, Crushed Grapes Make Fine Wine. At the beginning of the 98 season, Pippen was out with injury, Rodman had to play a role he wasn't used to, and the Bulls were struggling. Add to that the burden of knowing this was their last shot at a championship together. Because of their devotion and dedication to the cause, they pulled together, worked through the setbacks, and won the title in six games versus the Jags. The early church showed their devotion by being together and having a singular focus. Like the Bulls, they were a unit with a specific purpose. Even eating looked different. Here in the West, we're pretty flippant when it comes to food. We pay for people to bring whatever we want to our door. We don't even hand over the money. It's all done online. The first century church ate with joy and humility. They lived a life of praise to God, and he gave them favor with all men. Worldly success is amassing riches, possessions, power, influence. What good is that if everyone hates you and those around you are only there because of what you can do for them? What did success look like for the church? It looked like selling your possessions and putting all the funds in a pot for communal use to ensure that no one lacked. Understanding that they own nothing but were all stewards of God's possessions. They understood that using their resources to help others would draw more people to Christ and deposit funds in their heavenly account where it's eternal and the things that diminish our savings here don't exist. They showed up like clockwork at the temple. Just as the bull showed up for practice. Okay, Rodman missed some, but he made up for it when he returned. Most of us get antsy if the service runs a little long. They were at the temple worshiping and learning daily. Not once a week, once a month, or once a year like most professing believers in the U.S., but daily. Success looks like living with purpose. Demonstrating the love of God by your actions. Doing life with other like-minded people. Moving as a unit to glorify God. Guess what happened because they did this? They grew as a community. 
those who are to be saved join them in this lifestyle. So here's the plan. True success is displayed through dedication, unity, and selflessness. True success mirrors walking like Jesus. It's your man, The Voice, MTNV Sports Correspondent with this week's Time Out. All right, time to get back in the game of life. Until next week, ready, break. This is Santia Deck, and you're listening to MTNV Sports. Keep it locked. Trust I had another path yeah. I just got a snap from a baddie in the past She said that she want me and you know I have to laugh I'm just really happy crying, but I ain't conformed I just wanna write a couple songs and I perform 3.5, that's my GPA I just got a call from my brother in LA He said that I'm trending, and I say okay Say I got a show, I be like don't play We just found a way, said I'm learning every day Play. I don't know what else to say. Uh, say, what else to say. I just wanna buy Jordan 4s. Goodwill, that's my favorite store. I don't trust nobody but the Lord. Yeah. And I keep scoring like a sport. I just want a chick by your door. I'ma get a whip, dagger or I just hit a three on the court. Switching like an Autobot uh, Every day's a party like it's Mardi Gras Woo! Yeah, shorty said she loved me, I said, whoa You gon' have to keep that on the low You don't really love me, you just extra You ain't really in this, you ain't extra Rose gold dreams in LA Came up broke, now we all here You can't come where I stay They all told us no, we said all here Rose gold dreams in LA I'm a saucy fella Anything you doing, I can do it better I said anything you doing, I can do it better Now I don't need a beat, I do it a cappella. Don't ever play, don't ever play I've been by my business since the second grade I just talk to God when I meditate I Haven't been home, but I'm on my way Rose gold dreams in LA Came 
came up broke, now we all here You can't come where I stay They all told us no, we said all oh, here yeah. Rose gold dreams in LA Came up broke, now we all here You can't come where I stay They all told us no, we said all oh, yeah Tell him about the love of course, of course, now. Give me everything that's all the truth. 
Serving them with foe, devil lurking them with show To the D's and no slow, talking while we finna blow They keep shooting all these shots, I'm in love with all the ops If they want it, they can pop, but I promise they won't stop, yeah We serving them with foe, devil lurking them with show To the D's and no slow, talking while we finna blow They keep shooting all these shots, I'm in love with all the ops If they want it, they can pop, but I promise they won't stop, yeah When serving never fold, and I'm feeling really bold Lucy trying to get my soul, but her tricks are getting old God taught me, and you know I got a show I was serving, I was young, now I'm serving and I'm old Got a gold soul, and I'm feeling like I'm tired like Bible in my hand, and I feel like nine o'clock Demons come my way, yeah, and they just wanna ride All these rappers talk too much, they just like to lie Oh my, who am I, just to get it, feeling jaded Jesus died, wonder why, yeah, they be getting faded, yeah JT and Trace about to pop, they already said the block is hot Thinking twice and they can cop, but I promise we won't stop we serving them with foe, devil lurking them with show To the D's and no scope, talking where we finna blow They keep shooting all these shots, I'm in love with all the ops If they want it, they can pop, but I promise they won't stop, yeah we serving them with foe, devil lurking them with show To the D's and no scope, talking where we finna blow They keep shooting all these shots, I'm in love with all the ops If they want it, they can pop, but I promise they won't stop, yeah at the top, full of troll, never grow, you can see it in my soul, I know I'm the one that chose, now I'm all on TV shows, heavy, yeah, who knows, yeah, ain't no king in New Orleans, Soldier Slim was the closest, we don't like to stick together, it's just part of the culture, praying on you like vultures, don't nobody root for you, all these actors need eyes, cause I don't need De La Hoya, I went and got me a lawyer, my lawyer tried to mess over me, you ain't part of this fam, you just a friend like Walona, see this them good times, you're around, dying no mic, no don't confuse with currency, I be high on life And yeah, I do get that currency Went from zero to a kilo what? And I ain't talking here, yo what? Just ask about me, they know, man I came in this game Hundred dollars to my name Add three more zeros Yeah, I'm doing my thing Let me shout out to the plan Shout out to the U-Boy nine boys in the goons with a do-ball And shout out everybody It's too many to name I don't care about king of the city Trying to be king of the Raise your right hand up if you got love for your right walk. Hand. Raise your left hand up if you got love for your car. Stand up if you got love for your dog in the face. Touchdown, New Orleans. I'm Drew Brees with Dreads. I'm red hot like a pepper ball. March player, step above. Walk is in the mind. I'ma be rich forever, boy. Never been shot. This is true. Cause I knew when them bullets flew. That you better duck, duck in the goose. Inside, man, I got so many memories. They didn't arrest my whole development. Mr. Window, Tennessee. Juju, Roy Lee, Ryan looking down from heaven, throwing blessings on me, man, they rapping, they just be rapping, they just be rapping, so even if they snap it, so what, they just be yapping, and man, they hate to see us win, but we winning, yeah, and it's only the beginning, I'm out, D1, yeah, treat me like a rock, when you see me, I'm electrifying, yeah, only talk I do is edifying, they say preach, they say church, when I'm testifying, hear you running at the mouth, that's a lot of mileage, grew up in the woods, 
was 30 miles from the nearest college Saw a pair of rebel flags, I'm not being parabolic Parent teacher conference, they weren't okay with my swag Wore the Malcolm X t-shirt with the AK on the back Yeah, Dilly I don't need the fake to make a couple dollars I get validation from the conversation with my father I just float atop the wave like an otter Write a verse in my garage and it get played in Jakarta I was listening to Illmatic on vinyl and I thought Where did rhymes go? People want the vibes but I gotta give them life Rappers don't revise, cut the fat like some lipo Shout to Post Malone, kill the beat like a psycho Any tribe mitochondria, I'm in a cell Intel like Melania, I'm doing well Put my pennies in a safe, not a wishing well I can never mess with Snake like I'm Splinter Cell Hit Carvello, told him send a pack at once uh, Wanna take Billy, I don't have to do a punch Look, I just ate the beat, I don't have to take a lunch You the cappin' or the cappin', only cappin' like it's crunch See me like the rock, when you see me, I'm electrifying. Yeah, only talk I do is edifying. They say preach, they say church, when I'm testifying. Hear you running at the mouth, that's a lot of mileage Grew up in the woods, 30 miles from the nearest college Saw a pair of rebel flags, I'm not being parabolic they weren't okay with my swag Wear the Malcolm X t-shirt with the AK on the back <laughs> yeah. I came up on Taylor Gang and Taylor Swift My hometown can show you what a racist is They pull up to Randy Travis' greatest hits Sold a thousand records, think I made it big I was in the flowers with the Katie Diz Homie took a knife up out his pocket, told me make a wish Mama took me to the sunny service, I was nervous All the people shook my hand just to say that he Told my mama if I go and beat the beat up Then one day I'ma blow and her and dad could put their feet up Now she in the crowd, screaming louder than the speaker Daddy cracked a smile, black and proud like Lupita Walking with the Lord, I got the Holy Spirit handy When I look down, I saw Spongebob and Sandy Move my dreads out, now I'm stunned like my daddy I was listening to Biggie on my way back to me like the rock, when you see me, I'm electrifying Yes, only talk I do is edifying They say preach, they say church, Fire, baby. Yeah. Hey, yeah, young Tony from the block, but I couldn't really stay the same. Cause they were switching, man, I had to go. Jungle boy, they said I'd never be none, but I had sat and watched them turn a dirty toilet to a gotta go. Honestly, all I ever see is wins. I had 2020 vision way before 2020. Yeah. Barely feeling shame, stop until I get it, young Mitch. But I be going super hard until I'm dead and gone. Dead and gone. You know we get it private. Same thing, ain't no options. If it don't work, then you don't need. I made it through, but it wasn't me. You know we solid, shorty. I know we show it, running. I'm moving the mountain, shorty. And there ain't nothing to me. I ain't talk, but I showed it. Headed to the top, is you going? I ain't have to say it, cause you know it. We gon' give it to them till they know it.
fucking practice. Say deceptive, he may sin, seem attractive. Till it hit you like it's on, coming track. Ask off, now your future moving back. To play with him, no. See you pouting and frowning, no. Heard you asking in question, like, have you seen low? But now I'm back, boy, going 82 and 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 boy. Hold up, limitless. They can send me a pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. No one me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Niggas send me cow in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. No one me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Yeah, good gracious. Grace is good. Humans understood. Second chances. Coming still, even when they shouldn't second glances Setting fires in my mental, now I'm back down The mountain wasn't accidental, huh? Feeling rich, uh Baby, check on the wrist Bless me with the finest mints, uh Baby, do not kiss, uh Tell you how I'm living Boy, I'm Will Smithing Keep my mind fresh, huh I'm in mid condition Okay, watch that Talk back, huh I'm still wearing all black I just passed, I will not slack, uh I've been fed up with the crumbs, I'm a pro now And plus I function by myself just like a pro now Limitless, nigga send me a pin in it I father here to witness it Got my people feeling militant Way I'm feeling, got me up On the mission, got me up Knowing me, I got the key On the vision, I can trust Trust, limitless Nigga send me a pin in it I father here to witness it Got my people feeling militant Way I'm feeling, got me up On the mission, got me up Knowing me, I got the key on the vision, I can yeah. Ay, y'all ain't catch that. Tell me y'all sleep like salmon. I ain't worried about my brand. Ooh, I made my buy on my cash app. I'm never defined by skin. No, I ain't make some black black. Why even ask me that? That's how dated like cat that. But I'm old school like rap pack. But never old too like flashback. This girl try to get in my bag. Nah, get behind me like backpack. I gotta make this clear. Gotta get the pick like abstract. If they wanna be like me, then I'ma disappear like Snapchat. Alright, John, how you doing okay? Much better now, I found my way. I bet everything I had, then it got bigger. That's parlay. Wait, that's uh, that's called faith. I'm finna bounce, but one more thing. Think y'all mispronounce my name. Round this way, he called me Shank. Back in my mental bag, feeling like a reverend. Turn my ass into lucky sevens. Came from roaches, I'm free approaching. Friend of children, not hosting the endless question at my heart. Slur, blur, hey, wait, why you causing such confusion? Why you in multiple movements? How you rolling with the pen like a student? Uh-huh. Uh, Cause I go deep, tied deep uh, When I catch a peep, need five feet See me on the ringside reach On the system, my man John Key Uh, yeah, you under the basket Wonder where, how do we manage Taking the game with no hand Analyze, who y'all? Bring it back to the schoolyard. Blessing on me, I got blessings on me and a decimal leap. Hand side for Jehovah the Jeep. He made me limitless with a speak. Limitless, take a stomach cow pinning it. I father here to witness it. Get my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. Man, I'm looking at I'm looking at the mock, and once again, man, go to thecrockerreport.com to check out this mock. It is dope, man. Um, it, it's a lot of like it's a lot of drama in it. It's a lot of drama. In it. <laughs> Yo, um, and I'm looking at I'm looking at Miami, and I'm I'm seeing you're you're thinking they're building up that defense even more. Oh yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Michael Parsons, man. It, um, he's one of the most highly rated linebackers I've seen in quite some time, right? Especially if he's like being considered in the early part of the first round. What separates him from 
from the prospects that we've seen like recently, like a queen, right? Like uh, we've seen some of those prospects come in recently and they were highly touted as later first yeah. round guys, but we haven't seen a high first round linebacker guy in a while. Um, is he like Simmons though? Because maybe Simmons kind of was in that spot where he has position versatility <laughs> or is he just a pure linebacker who we believe is should be rated that high? So he, he's like Simmons in a way. So Simmons, was, his versatility came just all over the defense. Inside linebacker, outside linebacker, edge rusher, slot corner, um, safety, strong safety, free safety, robber. He, he did everything, right? <clears throat> with Micah, Micah actually, a lot, if you, you, you know, go back to his high school, he was a defensive end. So he has he he rushed the passer. He's got good hands. I actually, um, which I'm probably gonna re, just uh, re, retweet it because we watched film on him a couple months ago before the season started. And there was a play where he's lined up head up to the center uh, in the zero tech. Uh, he's blitzing and he's showing that he's blitzing. And the center snaps the ball and he swim moves the life out of this guy. Like just puts the center on his face, gets back there to the quarterback, rushes a pass. You don't see many many linebackers pulling off pass rush moves, and that's where it comes from him playing defensive end in high school. His scheme versatility comes from the fact that he can play as your middle linebacker, your quarterback of your front seven in a 43 defense or even in a 34. But I look at him from a physical standpoint and a skill set. You could put him as a stand-up outside linebacker in a 34 and let him just play the runoff, set the edge, try to you know, rush the passer, and he's he's athletic enough to where he can drop into zone. You don't didn't see a ton of man coverage in him like you saw with Isaiah Simmons, but at the same time, you like I said, you could drop him in the, into zones, and he could be effective there. You don't have to put him in man coverage, but the thing about it, is, especially with him at the middle linebacker position, when you send him after the quarterback, he gets home. Anyway, anyhow, he gets home. He's athletic. He's physical. He's strong. High IQ. There's one play. Um, I forget. I think it was against Rutgers. I was studying that running back. I actually tweeted the, the clip out. He's at line, he's at the inside linebacker spot. Michael Parsons. He, he flows to the ball, and he picks the wrong hole. That's the crazy thing. Any, usually, when you see a, a linebacker take the wrong hole, the wrong uh, rushing lane, and the running back bounces that out. The linebackers outside of the play, not Michael. He took the wrong lane. He he circled. He legit wrapped around, and you saw the burst. The burst is so insane. You saw the burst from his from his twitchy lower half, and he caught. He walked him down. He walked him down, and I'm like, this is a fast run. This running back got speed. Isaiah Pacheco, check him out from Rutgers. Um, underrated running back. He's got speed. He's not a he's not a slow leak at all. And watching Michael walk him down was just something like, yo, like, okay. That that his the athletic ability is so profound with him. Do you expect us to see that reflected in his 40 time? I think so. I, I would if he runs if he runs worse than a four six, I'll be shocked. Like legit. I, I'll be shocked. I think he's a four six or better. Mm. Look, I'm I'm going through the mock again. I want to know mm-hmm. what type of year this is, bro. Like, what type of year is this? Last year seems like the year of the sexy, you know, picks, right? What mm-hmm. year is this, man? Is it an O-line year, D-line year? Is it a quarterback year? Like, what type of year is this year, um, you know, in the draft? So, my answer to the two is it's a combo year to me. It's still a skill position, right? So, you look at running backs. You got Travis Etienne. 
Najee Harris, I think it's Kenneth or Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis. Um, you know, it's Trey Sermon. It's a lot of different guys coming out from a running back perspective. And of course, receiving this receiving class, my, my God, it's, it's loaded. It's loaded from a depth, especially from a depth standpoint. We last year we had guys like KJ Hill, who was one of the best slot receivers in college football last year at Ohio State, going to the sixth round because he didn't run a fast enough for it. So, but hey, when you can run routes, you can create, you can separate, and you have great hands. I don't really care much for you. But looking at this class, it's going to be a similar thing. You're going to have names that people are like, man, how did he fall to the fifth or sixth round? Because teams are going to. I, I'm, I, I want to say this. I think we're getting to a place now, <clears throat> excuse me, with, with receivers that we are with running backs. Running backs, what's 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 the old what's the new adage, right? Why take them in the first round? You can get one in the fourth. You can get one in the fifth. You can get one in the sixth. Yep. Why pay a running back when I can draft one in the first round next year? That's where it's kind of headed with receivers, because you see that you have guys. Look at Alabama. Alabama's put out Julio Jones, Jerry Judy, Amari Cooper. Calvin Ridley. Now you got Jalen Waddle. And, oh, I'm okay. Henry Ruggs, who's over in, in, in Las Vegas. You got J- Jalen Waddle coming out. Devontae Smith. Next year of 2022, most more than more than likely, John Michi. Like there's the receipt. They're almost wide receiver. You right now. They're going to be guys. Like the teams are going to start looking at it possibly. Like hey, why? Okay, you know, if, if I got a Michael Thomas and he's kind of a kind of a headache a little bit. I know you're great, but there's a lot of great young receiver prospects coming out, and they're cheaper. And they're, I can mold them into my own image. I don't have to worry about their attitude becoming a problem because they're cocky and arrogant or whatever the case may be. I can grab one of these guys. So I think we may be heading towards that, where the bigger name receivers, you know, that, of course, elite guys you don't want to let walk away. But the next level guys, those 12 to 15 caliber receivers, maybe you let them walk and get the big payday from a bad team who's trying to rebuild their, their receiving core, and you draft your young prospect, you mold them, you shape him, and let them go eat in your offense. Um, but on the, on the flip side to it, like I said, I think it's a skill position draft. It's a quarterback draft. For, for the simple fact of need, you got a lot of teams that have uncertainty at the QB position. The Steelers, yes, they have uh, Big Ben, but for how long? And we saw what the we saw what it looks like without him. We saw Duck and Rudolph. I don't want to see any more of either one of those. So no, I'm good. I'm fine. I don't want to see that. I don't. That's bad football. I don't like bad football. I don't want to see that again. You know, New England. What, what are they going to do? They're going to keep Cam. They're going to draft the young guy. Who knows? Philip Rivers. Yes, they won last night. His inconsistency continues to show week in and week out. You need to get a young, talented guy in there that can. If you do bring him back for a year, sit behind him and then take the job. You know, the Saints, Taysom Hill ain't it. We all know that. He's not a quarterback. Are they going to keep Jameis? Who knows? Drew Brees only has, what, another two years left? You know, like, like a year? Like, so who who knows? The, the need for this? quarterback. Will we give it? <laughs> week 10. <laughs> so Enjoy, I'm bro. just saying, <laughs> like, this is a class. And I, I mean, I could rattle off the names. Of course, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and Trey Lance, the new kid on the block, as you saw from my mock. Zach Wilson from BYU is everything that people wanted Johnny Manziel to be. Um, 
Kyle Trash from Florida, Desmond uh, Ritter, who plays in about I think 15 minutes uh, for Cincinnati. I'm I'm going to watch him play. I got to. He's 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 a really good player, and he's a guy that that you can stash behind a veteran quarterback like a Big Ben, and then you develop him and let him loose. Athletic, good arm, uh, throws with, with good velocity and ball placement. But like I said, you can run the New Age style of offense with the read options, the RPOs, and he can make things happen with his legs. Uh, Spencer Sanders, uh, Brock Purdy, is a lot. This, this is a QB draft as well, simply because of need. There's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. Man, you talked about the wide receiving class, and, and you talked about how many wide receivers will go in this draft. I, I'm I'm going through, and I'm seeing a situation here. You got mm-hmm. Waddle ahead of Jamar Chase when uh-huh. Chase last year was the consensus number one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. What's up? I love Jamar Chase. Like, and, and the thing for me is he's an electric player. But for me, I, anybody that follows me on Twitter, and if you don't, my Twitter handle, DP underscore NFL. Um, I always talk about traits with players. In the offseason, people were wondering, would rock the, the, com- the combo player, receiver, hybrid, rather, hybrid receiver, hybrid receiver and running back, um, Antonio Gibson for the Washington football team, would he be able to trans- transition into a full-time running back role? I said yes. Not just because he's what, six foot, 230 and runs a 4-3. No, that's not it. That's not all of it, actually. It's his traits. You know, good vision, good feet, contact balance, strong, physical, fast. He has the, tr- the traits to be a running back. And you're seeing that now when they use him pre- properly in games in the NFL. Jalen Waddle, I, I don't, the, the one, when I look at it, I always do like to do Taylor Latane. What is this player better at than this player? Jalen Waddle runs better routes. He's, of course, much faster than Jamar Chase. Um, Scheme versatile as well. Play X to Y to Z. His, his twitch is incredible. Like I don't, I don't think Jamar Chase is going to be a four-four guy. I think he's going to be a four-five guy, similar to Ceedee Lamb last year. Jalen Waller could very well be a four-two type of guy. Like that's where the Tyreek Hill um, comparisons come from. You know, J- Jamar Chase I think has more consistent hands, but at the line of scrimmage, Jalen Waller is better. He creates more separation. Everything doesn't have to be contested. And with Jamar Chase, that, that was my issue with him. At the line of scrimmage, he doesn't... My thing is, how do you win? I want to see... I, I want to evaluate the way that you win. And I don't like the way he wins all the time. Because he doesn't... He allows... And it's not even just one take. Not just Alabama. I watched it against Alabama. I think it was Mississippi State. I watched it from numerous games where he allowed the cornerbacks to get super physical with him. And his game was like, I'm just going, I'm, I'm, I'm strong, I'm physical. I'm going I'm to be more physical. I'm going to out-physical you. Going against Jalen Ramsey, that is not going to work. Going against Stephon Gilmore, that's a no-brainer. Like, you can't, you need to, he, he has to develop his, 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 his releases at the line of scrimmage, get quicker. And the one thing that frustrated me with him, he didn't play with suddenness off the snap every play. I'll see times where he's just kind of lollygagging off the line before getting into his route, and he's getting jammed up. And I'm like, okay, you're giving me a little bit of Nikhil Harry vibes a little bit, and I don't like it. Like, I, I, did, I saw that from Nikhil Harry, and I don't, I didn't like it. I didn't trust it. And, of course, fast forward two years after, you know, two years later, and we see what Nikhil Harry has been. 
So I'm, I got Jalen Waddle for, uh, above him because I think from an aspect, he's a legit three-level guy. He can beat you um, in an intermediate, uh, underneath intermediate, and of course he can go deep. He's a guy that legitimately can take not just the safety and the corner, and he can force them to key on him. Jamar Chase isn't the guy that's going to just legitimately threaten you vertically. He plays, he high points with the best of them. Great contested catch uh, type of receiver. But again, I need you to win with some finesse. You don't have, you don't always have to be physical. Learn how, like, same thing with a running back. Okay, you're, you're in open field. You got that safety one-on-one. That safety is the last guy before you score 80-yard touchdown. Do I want you to run him over or do I want you to give him a little two-step, soft him up a little bit, get around him, and keep running? I want you to get around this guy because we need the six points. We need that touchdown. Learn how to play with finesse. And I think that's the thing for me. Jalen Waller knows how to play with finesse. And the the crazy thing about it, he's athletic enough. He goes up and gets the ball at the highest point as well. So he's fearless, competitive toughness, all of it. Watch, just, watch, just watch his tape. And, and, and just see some of the clips of him breaking on routes. When he puts the foot in the ground, there's an old saying, if he's even, he's leaving. In terms of guys being faster than others, Jalen Waller's the type of guy, you can have two steps. The DB can be two steps in front of him. Mm. When he plants and he drives, it's over. It's a wrap. You know what I mean? How does he compare to to a Henry Ruggs? Because last year we had this this thing, Judy or Ruggs, right? Mm-hmm. And even Jefferson kind of got in that conversation. And you see yeah. how they're outperforming Ruggs, right? Yeah. Like, like really outperforming Ruggs. So now we look at, we're going back to this argument, right? Technician versus like possible speed stud, right? Yeah. And you're looking at a guy like, same thing. We're looking at Chase versus, you know, Waddle. The question is, uh, when you look at Waddle and Ruggs, what's the story there? Ruggs, you know, had, he, he had solid technique, you know, solid movement at the line, um, trying to beat press coverage. But the difference for me was, I, me personally, I think... It's like having two Ferraris, right? Like you know, both of them are fast, right? But for me, I, I, when I look at it, I think I think Waddle has a little nos in it, a little, little little extra, so that when he when like I said, when he plants, he goes, and it's immediate. Like you can see, like it's kind of like trap when you see that guy just dip the head in that first in the hundred meters, that first ten meters or so, his head's dropped and he's blowing by people. Then he slowly rises up. Jalen Waddle's that type of guy. But the thing about it, he's a better technician than Henry Ruggs was as well. Better Ran better routes. Better releases at the line of scrimmage. Um, he, he manipulates very well. He's not the route runner that Jerry Judy is, but I always said, you take half of Judy's routes and put it into, and give it to Ruggs, give it to Ruggs, you have Jalen Waddle. Mm. So you have the, you have the, you have the innate ability to manipulate defenders and beat them on, on routes. And then you have four, three, four, two speed on top of. Yo, let's let's talk. We talked about the quarterbacks a little bit, so we did. You did give me some highlights on that. Um, I'm gonna skip ahead to Kyle Pitts because he was a monster, man. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he's a legit monster. <clears throat> and I mean, I, in my in my estimation, he's all world. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. used to have guys on our football team um, who get all the paper clippings, all the interviews, all the stuff. Call them all world. 
You feel what I'm saying? And actually, one yeah. of them did a pose with the world in his hand like this. The world awaits. <laughs> right? Where's this dude going, right? I look at a guy like Kyle Pitts. He feels all world to me, right? He's oh, yeah. doing it on a yeah. week-to-week basis. And we haven't seen this, like, tight end type of domination for quite some time. Mm-hmm. You got him in, like, the 20 thing in my you think mm-hmm. he legit can fall that far? And if he does, why? So, one thing I, I, I actually tweeted out, the need for quarterback to me is going to push guys down the draft board. So, I, I, you got Trevor, Justin, Trey, and now you have Zach Wilson. That's four guys in the top 15 easily. Now you got to think about Michael Parsons. He's going top 15, has to. Kenny Sewell, got to go, right? Jalen Waddle, I think he, him and Jamar Chase are top 15 type caliber guys. Team's going to want to, somebody's going to want to add that to their receiving room. Greg Russo, you know, dominant DN from, from Miami. Team's going to improve their pass rush. Mm-hmm. Patrick Sertan, Caleb Fowler, two of the top rated corners. Like, I, I could see Pitts going in. It, it was, listen, I explained. When I do my mocks, I don't do them where I think guys will go, per, you know, per se. I do them what I would do as well. So <clears throat> I know Trevor Lawrence is going to the Jets. There's no need for me to even tell myself, I'm not drafting. No, no, he's going to the Jets. Um, but, you know, yeah, yeah it's right, write it down. Just go ahead and. The Jets can turn in the car right now, and it's still going to be good to the draft. It's just what it is. And <clears throat> so for me, I, I got to the New England pick. I was like, Cam Newton comes back for another year, gets a full offseason to learn the system, get that chemistry with his receivers. Why not give him Kyle Pitts? Why not? Like, the, the, the dominance, that he, the, the versatility, everything he offers. Why not? But then Jamar Chase was on the board. And I'm like, well... The receiver room needs some explosive tendencies. They need some explosive traits. They need an explosive playmaker. Jamar Chase is a guy that can do that. So it's kind of picked. So it's like, it was just hard for me. I'm like, I'm looking at it. And as it comes coming down the board and I got to, you know, Justin Fields, I'm like, okay, Justin Fields is with the Jaguars. I get to pick, wait a minute. Kyle Pitts is still on the board. There's no way. I'm looking at DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault, James Robinson, who I'm, I'm going to do a film thread on after I watch his film this weekend. And I'm just sitting there like, man, Justin Fields with those guys. Then you throw Kyle Pitts at tight end because Tyler Eifert is not that guy anymore. He never recovered after being injured so many times. He lost some explosiveness. He just he lost his, himself because of injuries. So then you put Kyle Pitts in that offense. And it's like, AFC South teams, defend this. And, and me, I'm an offensive-minded guy anyway. I'm thinking all the creative ways that you can use Kyle Pitts. That you can put him at, the, at out wide and throw a tunnel screen to a tight end that moves like a receiver. I'm watching him. Go back to his tape last year against your, your LSU Tigers. <clears throat> there were times that y'all put Byron Stingley on him, and he routed him up. He beat him at the line of scrimmage against Press. And he got separation against one of the best cornerbacks in the nation that receivers couldn't beat. That showed the, the, the type of physical ability that Kyle Pitts had. I know a lot of people, and, I, and trust me, Pat Frymuth, baby Gronk, is a monster himself. Mm. Brevin Jordan from Miami, another mismatch waiting to happen. But I'm looking at teams that, okay, if I want a guy 
that I could truly dictate the coverage at tight end. <clears throat> that's what a lot of teams do. When you have an elite tight end, the Gronkowski's in his prime, the, the Travis Kelsey's, the George Kittles, Zach Ertz when he's healthy, what do you do with them? You motion them to see what kind of coverage the defense is in. Okay, if I flip them to the opposite side of the formation and I see that guy roll with him, okay, that's man. I know that's man. If they don't roll with him, it's zone. It's probably a bracket, maybe a, tr- a triangle type of coverage, high, uh, high and low type of read for the defense where it's like, okay, we're going to play underneath. We're going to play, you know, we're not going to let him have his way. So I was like, man, you know, he, he fell just because there are so many prospects. Don't get me wrong. He could, my next mark, he could be top 15 easy. But that's just kind of, you know, being G, I had my GM hand on for every team and I was going for their biggest need. And there were teams I wanted to put him in. I'm like, this team, they, they need, they need a tackle, right? You know, this team needs a guard. This team needs a linebacker. They need this, they need that. And like, that's a luxury pick. For the Jaguars, that's a need and a luxury. So I gave it to him. Man, look, I'm 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 looking through I'm looking through it. You mentioned the four quarterbacks at the top. You got a fifth one here, mm-hmm. right? In the top twenty, right? No names, no names. I want y'all to go read it. No names. But you got a fifth one here, right? But I tell mm-hmm. you who the name is not. It's not Kyle Trask. No. Any possibility if he keeps balling like he is, he sneaks into Late first? Yes. I actually I actually see a scenario where he's selected late first. And I'm gonna tell you where I see it. I see it with your Saints. Um yeah, I see it with your Saints. Um, you know, I don't think he has the arm strength to go play in a city like Pittsburgh. Uh with that weather and stuff like that. But you put him in the dome. You know, he throw he has a he has an over-the-top motion, which makes the ball it was a beautiful, beautiful pass. He has an over-the-top throwing motion, um, which allows the ball to come out nice and smooth, throws a good deep ball. Um, he throws a ca- very catchable ball. Like His receivers don't have any issues catching his football. Um, and and he, you can tell he's an intelligent guy. He's a little bit of a statue. He's not really mobile. Um, like he, has, he has solid arm strength, not great. But again, for me, uh, like I said, looking at your your Saints, him playing in a dome with Michael Thomas and the weapons y'all have there, Alvin Kamara. And the thing about it is he knows where the right read is. He knows how to get to his read. Um, he's very talented. And I look at it from the aspect now going into to the rest of the season. He's a, he To me, he's a Heisman candidate. And if he goes, he, you know, he, he balled out last week against Georgia. Just destroyed them. Okay, well, you go to to the SEC championship, you're going to see Nick Saban in, in the Crimson Tide. If he goes and throws four touchdowns, 450 yards against the Crimson Tide, and that de- and that defense, it raises some questions. Like, okay, he could be the real deal. I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't want. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <I'm> a- <laughs> no, no shots, man. I just. <laughs> I, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I love the fact that we have a Drew Brees. I'm a Saints fan, and you can't tell. Yeah. So I love the I love the um the fact that we have a Drew Brees. I love the fact that you know we have a guy who's smart, accurate. You know what I mean? Somebody who can get us through the through the um you know through games and get us to win. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't want no more of this, like, you know, this short passing game. Or, oh, or, nah, yeah, I got you. Know I, I mean, I want somebody yeah. with some stupid arm talent for once. I, I want to see it. I mean, you feel I me? Got like, you. I need to yeah. see. I want to see a release, like, down, down the field. Like, I want to see it. Now, now, I understand. I understand you don't need, and I and I talked about this, and I actually just went through a bunch of Saints. Um, you know, we posted something cool on um, Twitter today with the with Drew Brees, his 222 yards, his four touchdowns, right? And um, and we talked about the need for air yards, right? I don't need them, mm-hmm. right? You don't need air yards. Yeah. But yeah. to be honest with you, after years of this lack of air yards, right, <laughs> and you see all these young quarterbacks like a Patrick Mahomes, right? Like a Kyler Murray, even little guy oh, yeah. throwing a rocket. You know what I mean? You see? Yeah. And I, I'm not gonna mention Josh Allen. He has a good arm, but I don't want no parts of that either, right? Um, <laughs> but you look at all these guys, like Aaron Rodgers. You see this ridiculous arm talent, and honestly, for once, I believe that if you put that ridiculous arm talent with a Sean Payton, it's gonna be something nasty. Oh, it's another uh, one name to throw out there to you. Um, to watch in this draft. He's, he just got invited to the Senior Bowl. Jamie Newman, he was supposed to be the QB for um, for the for the Georgia Bulldogs. I re- with, with the talent they have on offense, I really wish he didn't opt out. But I understand with COVID and everything, I get it. I wanted to see him in that offense because I hated the offense he played in in Wake Forest. That ridiculous, uh, re- the way that they ran the read option and, and stuff, I, I couldn't stand it. And just the talent wasn't there. He had Sage Surratt, but outside of that, who else? He would have had George Pickens and 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 um, I forget the the young running back's name over there, but he would have had weapons, good old line, good running back, everything, right? So I wanted to see that. He's got a he's got an arm. He's got an arm. He's mobile, uh, strong frame. He has what it takes. And I want you know I, I'm I'm hoping to to see him at the Senior Bowl this year because I really believe that he could put on the show. Yo, thank you, man, for joining us again. We truly, truly appreciate it, yo. Um, look, go out and check out this My Draft, man. This My Draft 1.0, Damian Parsons oh, yeah. 2021, My Draft 1.0. I want you to get a look at that um, for those people who are in that mood. You know what I mean? Some people, your team is done, and you know it, and you need to figure out what's going to happen next year. Go <laughs> <So, laughs> check out the article, man. Um, look, um, Damian, tell us how we can find you. you. You mentioned it earlier. Tell us how we can find you on Twitter. Tell us how we can find your stuff, man, so we can get more of this awesome content. Hey, listen, man, follow me on Twitter, DP underscore NFL. Um, I am one of the, the scouts and writers for the Crocker Report, which we have Twitter page as well. Just go to the search bar, type in Crocker Report. You will find it. Uh, also, you will find me covering the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I'm working on a piece now that should be out in a couple of days before the game Sunday uh, for the um, – Oh, I almost forgot the name of the site, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I covered the the Cardinals. Everybody knows I love the scout. That's just who I am. You know what I mean? Um, but Raising Arizona is the the uh, website for, on Twitter as well uh, for the Arizona Cardinals for fan site covering them. Um, so yeah, just find me. You know what I mean? Anybody wants to talk ball anytime, hit me up. I'm always available. Awesome, man. Yo, thank you once again. We appreciate you joining us. Hey, look, if you're out there, we thank you. We appreciate you for listening. Y'all have a phenomenal, phenomenal day. We out. God bless. God bless. Stuck inside of this basement, wasted. Dream so big, so vivid, I mean, I swear to y'all, I can taste it. Cake so good, but I don't know none of y'all out here that's gonna make it. 
start going get mine from the public and they love it, but I'm chasing. Sugar free brand, man. A lot of people living that sweet life to just faking. Name ain't nothing more cold in my mind than me to being so real and authentic. And I'm riding around with my windows down and got nothing to hide, it ain't tinted. And I ain't got a whole lot of time, so I guess it's all about how we spend it. Splendid, ego trippers as a young kid.